Hi guys and welcome to the second episode of uh, Crick Vidya CPL podcast where we uh, do a weekly roundup of all the matches that have happened during the week in the CPL and uh, try to uh, analyze those matches and see who who, who is doing well and uh, how is it looking for each of the teams and finally we uh, also discuss the common players that are there in IPL and CPL so uh, as uh, similar to last time i am joined by uh, my two guests uh, abhay from crick uh, uh, nordic and uh, manju nath hi guys uh, welcome to the podcast hi 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 so uh, what we'll do is we'll quickly uh, just go through uh, the matches that have happened during the week and uh, in case you guys have some uh, points uh, to discuss we will uh, have a short discussion on the matches and then move to uh, a, a more general discussion on teams and uh, uh, different aspects of cpl so uh, the week uh, i think uh, this was uh, last saturday uh, the matches started with the uh, st lucia zooks versus uh, st kitts and nevis patriots so uh, it was uh, more of a one sided uh, encounter where uh, St Lucia were able to do a uh, to put up a above par score thanks to Fletcher uh, Dayal and Nabi and uh, they posted 172 for 6 and uh, this uh, the main factor here uh, i think was uh, uh, the last two overs where they were able to get 32 runs and that propelled their score to uh, something that was uh, very much above par and when uh, st kitts uh, started to bat i think uh, they were choked down in the middle overs uh, they had from 11 to 16 seven overs for just 37 runs and i think that's where uh, they could not accelerate and uh, they were not able to uh, chase down the total so uh, i think the match also probably got uh, over when uh, dunk fell in the 10th over and uh, they were uh, they were not really there after that so uh, any points to add guys uh, manju uh, yeah kugelain was uh, in this game and uh, all through the cpl he has been doing a few uh, having a few strategies like to go about his work so he has been bowling more into the body of the batsman and he is also able to slip in the odd outswinger and the other slower deliveries so he has been a good find for uh, zooks uh, to start the innings so he yeah. gives a control along with nabi so it's a good combination so this was the match where he got uh, short pitch deliveries and uh, got the two players out right yes yes uh, yeah yes and he also did the same against guyana like right. getting hetmeyer out with a short pitched ball i think that's where we it really started for him hmm. and uh, chase was uh, actually uh, got uh, lewis uh, joshua and dunk out so that was very critical uh for uh, while they were bowling so i think uh, kugelain and chase were the nemesis for them when uh, they were bowling so uh, anything else guys no quite a, a similar story for st kitts i would say yeah uh, it's so just the catch up they're doing with their all problems, the teams uh, their problems are continuing like they are thin in the middle order finisher role is not well defined Ramden is more like an anchor, and again, like if Lewis fires, they have a good chance. 
think the only match they won uh, that is because of yes. Lewis only, right? Lewis made the and 85, uh, otherwise. Uh, yeah, and then Dunk yeah. was able to actually just finish it off. Yeah, finish it off. Yeah, Tanvir and uh, Lin's bad form is uh, also making it worse for them, I would say. Yeah, I think openers, every, almost all teams are having that opener issue somehow in this uh, tournament where uh, we actually thought that new ball could uh, be the time to make runs. That is actually not happening. Yeah. So, let's see. So, uh, we move to match eight, which was uh, uh, Guyana Amazon Warriors versus uh, Jamaica Talewas. So, this was an interesting match, low-scoring match, where uh, Guyana was able to just make 118. And Mujim and uh, Lami Chane were actually able to uh, yeah. uh, bowl really well and uh, were instrumental along with Brethwit to bundle them out for 118. But... Uh, the same the same thing happened to jamaica also so their uh, entire top order actually failed and uh, they were left to do a catch up game and uh, i think they were uh, virtually out of the game only uh, russell uh, even the russell uh, innings was actually just doing minimizing the loss rather than uh, trying to make them win so and uh, they were 4 for 3 uh, in I think uh, the third or fourth over, so I think that the match was lost there only. And uh, also another point to notice that Jamaica actually gave away a lot of extras in this match. Eleven wides were bold, so I think that became critical if you look at the whole match story. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's that's a really good point. Uh, I think my reflection is that I am I as a fan I I don't see. Russell uh, motivated enough uh, for um, Jamaica. Um, yeah, he did strike form. So we all felt that, okay, now we will see Russell show in the tournament. And then he got injured from the next match onwards. So, and I hear stories when he plays for KKR that, you know, he can come on one leg as well. So huh. I, yeah. I really. And he made a statement also that uh, there is something wrong with uh, Jamaica. They have a strained management and. So he he has been vocal about that fact. So I think that chemistry between the team is not uh, really adding up here. Sure, I think Powell is doing a great job. He's he's really uh, trying his best. And as a fan, I still I I still feel bad because okay, he's stuck with them this uh, in this tournament, and probably he should do his best uh, at least for this tournament. Right. No, the Chris Gale saga which happened before, like he came yeah. out of the series of Instagram, uh, ex alleged trying to expose the franchise and he also dragged Andre Russell into it. So I don't know how smart that was because it seems to have affected their performance a bit yeah. at least because such things do affect a franchise. So we'll hope that they, you know, get their act together. That's all we can say. Mm. They yeah. do have a lot of firepower in the batting. Uh, it's a bit brittle. Uh, but the bowling, and uh, not to, uh, I, I don't want to forget uh, Fidel Edwards. Uh, yeah. He's making a comeback at 38. He's bowling so well. Mujib and uh, Sandeep. So, but still, they're, you know, they're almost at the bottom of the table. So, it's very surprising. And I think it's the same factor which we just spoke about. This uh, this saga which happened uh, before the tournament with, between Sarwan and Gail. Yeah. 
and uh, green actually captained them quite well uh, in this match uh, i really liked his captaincy uh, he got hemraj also uh, in for a one quick over he was able to get that uh, a critical wicket of asif ali and uh, uh, also so that was critical and uh, the way he managed uh, his spinners i think uh, that actually after just scoring 118 uh they, he could have actually uh, given up and not really thought of that we can win but uh, uh, i really liked his captaincy and aggressive approach he comes with a great spirit at uh, uh, in the pre match conference as well like for the toss comes with a great spirit like uh, like the attitude is always like okay we are here and we'll start winning from today so even though they end up losing sometimes comes with a great spirit so i agree with you he's uh, he's a he seems to be a good captain at least and i if i'm not wrong from this match itself it was like everybody started bowling spinners right from the start and yeah. it was all spin and pace was just to complement spinners yeah and uh, one over actually made a difference where batting first gaina was able to get 24 runs in their second over so if you look at the context of the match and the amount of runs scored i think that was a very critical over uh, for gaina right so we move to the next match uh, so third match uh, sorry ninth match was uh, uh, tkr versus uh, barbados so uh, tkr actually uh, have been the standout performer of the tournament and this time also they were able to get a score which was actually way above par and uh, Uh, and uh, all their players actually middle order entire middle order came good manro scoring a 50 bravo uh, also getting a 54 and then pollard uh, striking form with 41 of 17 balls so even if uh, even when they were scoring on scored only 45 runs in power play they were able to get to 185 so which was uh, really impressive uh, and then uh, uh, bt actually uh, did not really have that uh, fire power in them to chase down the total plus uh, the spinners actually uh, choked them sunil narayan and uh, fawad were able to uh, gave away only 31 runs in 8 overs and if you add the third spinner as well so 10 overs for just 50 runs so then remaining 10 overs 136 runs was never really possible so uh, uh but uh, i think barbados batting has actually not really clicked and uh, for me hope has also been a drag for them uh in most matches uh, anchor's role is important but i think uh, uh with others not clicking uh, if you look at his uh, the scorecard it actually seems like a negative any thoughts uh, abey yeah so yeah as you said uh, barbados have been brittle i i believe charles started really well in this in this match he was striking it uh, uh, quite well so they had a chance but uh, then as you said spinners just dragged it down and hope hasn't hasn't given any hope to yeah barbados till now yeah. uh, because um, uh, i think he he was he was a very good batsman in the odi format and he's played t20s also for west indies if i'm not wrong maybe not he played odis uh, for sure 
so he he scored quite well he was making centuries he doesn't look the same guy right now after the english series hmm. and um, yeah so i i think uh, the the batting is quite brittle overall if you see yeah so anybody is walking in at any time and um, it's it's not very clear so i hope they qualify but i don't know i i, I it seems difficult right now hmm. Man- manju any thoughts yeah i uh, i was seeing that day yeah i was seeing that day shay hopes innings in headingly the 2017 test match hmm. against england so it looks like uh, his long lost brother is batting in the cpl so <laughs> i really can't identify that you know who is who So, yeah. uh, is it a case of him trying to be someone else, trying to be like a hitter and trying to clear the field? Because that is not his strong suit. His strong suit is he finds the gaps and he has intelligent way of keeping his strike rate up. So I don't know. Maybe he has to rethink his strategy for T20s. Hmm. Yeah, another 120 strike rate will is good enough for him. 110, 120, especially when these low scoring games, he definitely has a role to play. Yes. So another uh, thing that I noticed was exactly. that uh, uh, actually Santner didn't come to bowl till 17th over uh, when uh, Trinbago was batting, and uh, maybe uh, the main reason could be Munro and the left-handers that were batting. So do you think that uh, this is so important that captains are actually holding up uh, such a good bowler because left-handers are batting? I don't know. Um, I think. So actually, I think it's uh, it's it's a balance. I I would say, uh, because what happens is that uh, that some players, uh, some teams are really winning on that basis. Like okay, if if uh, off spinners to left-handers and left uh, left-arm spinners to the right-handers, it's working for Zooks. <laughs> so i think everybody is following the, that trend but yeah. i don't know if you have a good bowler then you should make him bowl as well hmm. manju your thoughts yeah if you yeah if you if you tell this to bishan bedi he will laugh at all of us <laughs> so he was one guy who used to bowl equally well or even better to left handers and like in the 60s he has troubled the left handers of australia and new zealand and picked up wickets against them so i don't know this could be a recent theory but it really, is a, it is anybody's true. guess because i don't think uh, yeah yeah and and considering that nowadays all off spinners also have the ball which goes away from the right hander and also uh, others so uh, then i don't think it's uh, it's worth you know holding back a bowler who's bowling well just because there are left handers at the crease so it is highly debatable strategy yeah so let's move to the 10th match then uh, this was a uh, St. Lucia Zooks versus uh, Guyana Amazon Warriors. So uh, St. Lucia batted first, and uh, Roston Chase actually uh, was the uh, main performer for them. 66 of 51 balls and helped them reach a par or a, a little above par score of 144. And then uh, Guyana's batting actually could not uh, uh, stand up to its reputation. and uh, they actually the top order the entire top order failed and uh, they were not able to chase down the total so uh, what are your thoughts about uh, their batting and batting order uh, so uh, quite inconsistent these players because last, uh, if you look at their reputation uh, 
Hetmeyer, Taylor, Puran, Rutherford, King, the top scorer last time. So, but uh, they're not actually able to uh, give, like, perform as a cohesive unit and uh, give a regular and a consistent performance. Manju? Uh, yeah, the, see, between these uh, batsmen, it, like, so far in this tournament, like, uh, Hetmeyer has adjusted well to the slow wickets. But uh, the others, even Ross Taylor to a certain extent, but the others seem to have their timing is off due to the slowness of the pitch. So mm. now recently when uh, that Jamaica game was there, the 114 game, uh, there were a lot of cries saying that the pitch is not prepared well, so it's not good enough and all. Mm. So I don't know whether these are just excuses or they can definitely be a factor. Like if you have these hard hitters who like true bounce, uh, like same similar example is someone like Darcy Short, who mm. came to India after such a beautiful BBL. Uh, he was just unable to get his timing going initially. So <clears> it took him till the 10th or 11th game to actually get the grip of an Indian wicket. So that could also be one factor. Yeah. Um, I think this match could haunt Guyana a lot. Um, I hope not for them, but this could haunt because somehow they were, they were behind in the game, but their best batsman struck form. Hmm. Puran struck form in that match and everybody was happy that okay, now Puran is in form. Hmm. And uh, you could see he got out when they needed around 20 runs of uh, just few balls. balls. 12 balls. 11 balls. Okay. And um, at that time he was so disappointed. So you can really see Puran is trying a lot and he really wants uh, wanted to get this match and he he, he got going as well. So this was a good match for them to win. Paul was also ending quite well. He he was playing a very good hand with uh, Puran. Somehow Rutherford uh, couldn't uh, get going because Chemar Holder again. Chemar Holder uh, bowled so well in the last yeah. over, and the second last one by uh, Keswick Williams was also good. So their fast bowlers also, I think they took confidence from the spinners, and they bowled really well uh, to Guyana in the end because Guyana. I, they were winning in the end. And this match could have really given them a lot of confidence. Yeah, I think uh, they were on track uh, when, if you look at the last three overs, they were probably expecting uh, themselves to win, backing themselves to win. But then they lost uh, Kimo Paul first, then Puran and then Rutherford in each of the overs. And that actually just uh, uh, broke down their uh, chase. Yes. Manju, any uh, comments on Holder? Yeah, it was uh, good to yeah good to see Chemar Holder play. He looked impressive, and I think if he gets more games, he will still further improve his death bowling aspect. That is one thing which he will want to improve, because currently even in their national side, once Bravo finally is uh, hangs up the boots, they won't have there won't be anyone else to do that role. So both these uh, Naeem Young and Chemar Holder are prospects for the future. Yeah. And Sammy, even though not performing, uh, his captaincy looks uh, decent. Yes, yes. Uh, I was never, about uh, to say that. Yeah. Never, a, never a fault on his captaincy. Actually, it's basically that he's on the park. That's a big thing after all his injuries. And, yeah. Yeah. Not bowling, and I think batting yeah. also. He's not really done much, but yes. he's just contributing with his captaincy. Uh, because Justin Langer told Tim Payne once when he became captain that just worry about your captaincy tactics because whatever runs you score are a bonus and, and concentrate on the keeping. So maybe for Sammy, the management has similar plans. So hmm. I think, 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think Zooks don't want to let him go. They want to keep him as an ambassador. Right. Uh, two-time World Cup winning captain. I also want to mention Andy Flower. Uh, he's he was a very good coach for England, uh, and I was just hoping that he will start uh, coaching some franchises. I right. thought he'll come to IPL soon, but he hasn't till now. But now he's with Zooks. So yeah. I think he also has a great influence on Zooks. And Zooks, after this match, they're uh, they, they've started looking favourites. Yes. Yeah. Uh, second favourites, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're not considering take care. Yeah. Right. So then uh, the next match was uh, Barbados versus uh, Saint Kitts and Nevis Patriots. So I think this was the first win uh, for Saint Kitts. I think so. They were actually able to chase down uh, above par score put up by uh, Barbados. Uh, again, Barbados were 150, uh, made 151 with Corey Anderson finally making uh, some amount of runs and Hope uh, giving his usual contribution. And uh, But uh, it was mostly a two-man show for St. Kitts where Lewis uh, actually made 89 from 60 took them to almost the finishing line. Uh, but then, uh, then Dunk's role was also important because yes. it became very close at the end and he was able to uh, just hold on to his composure and uh, take them home. So, uh, any comments? John uh, John Dress Jagesar bowled well. Uh, it's the first time I saw that uh, this is an off-spinner who is bowling predominantly carom balls on middle and leg. So it was very difficult for these guys to hit him on the over the cow corner or the onside. So that strategy worked for him in this game. But after that, it somehow hasn't. He's not got it together. Yeah. And actually, Ramdeen uh, also supported uh, this uh, the, in the chase. Though it is a questionable thing that he made 20 of 32 balls. Yeah. But his, his role was also critical. And what I liked about Lewis innings was that he was uh, selectively targeting the bowlers. He was not going after every bowler. He had uh, some targets in mind and he actually went uh, uh, after those bowlers and that actually proved the right strategy. He took responsibility in that sense. Yeah. I'd like to comment on uh, Corey Anderson. See, uh, this was... <laughs> This this match was his chance because uh, after I see this scorecard, he's uh, he he got going in this match, uh, and probably he was disappointed to get out on 31. Um, Senkits has mostly fast bowlers, hmm. so so he he really relished on that. And otherwise, Corey Anderson is struggling. Holder is uh, you know um, shielding him by coming ahead of Anderson when spinners are bowling. So the teams sooner or later are uh, are not are, are going to dominate Corey Anderson because they've got so many spinners and don't think he's uh, he's all that comfortable right now against spinners. So let's move to the next match quickly. So match twelve was uh, uh, Guyana Amazon Warriors versus uh, Jamaica, and this was actually a very similar match uh, as they had. A few days back, where Guyana was not able to score uh, a lot of runs, they folded for 108 in 20 overs, and nobody really uh, 
came to the party for them uh, the entire top middle everyone failed ross taylor made a 23 and uh, uh, puran made a 15 and then there was a late uh, uh, flourish from navinul haq who made 20 runs but uh, this time jamaica was able to actually uh, chase it down and uh, they had uh, like uh, good contributions from uh, philip uh, blackwood bonner and russell so i think uh, combined uh, effort from them and they were actually able to uh, finally Uh, chase down that total so a uh, big uh, positive from them uh, in the bowling department as usual was uh, mujib lamichane and even edwards so uh, all three bowled well and then uh, for the first time they were able to actually capitalize on that uh, good bowling and chase down the total so uh, any uh, comments uh, uh, manju Yeah, Mujib and Sandeep they bowled eight overs for barely anything like twenty-three runs and four wickets. Mujib is bowled a maiden, so this is again showing keeping with the trend of how spinners are ruling the CPL so far at least. Yeah, yeah. Abey, anything you would like to point out? Yeah, so uh, same point. Uh, Edwards getting. Uh, I think this was the match when Edwards got uh, uh, Brandon King first ball. so guyana i think jamaica should have won this match and also uh, navinul haq very impressive i think uh, afghanistan have also got another uh, find for future because he gives his best both while he's bowling as well as when he's batting yeah great so navin uh, re- reminds a little bit of jawagal srinath in the 89 90s <laughs> okay. like he has very long slender arms and you know every ball is coming in but then he has a leg cutter from there so that is his variation it's mm-hmm. interesting i think he'll definitely if he adds a couple of yards of pace he'll develop into a very good fast bowler true so we move to match 13 uh, which was uh, amongst the table toppers st lucia versus uh, tkr and this was uh, a rain curtailed match uh, duckworth lewis came into place and uh, i think it became in the end quite easy for trinbago so uh, i think uh, st lucia were a little unlucky there because uh, nabi was actually uh, giving them that late flourish and uh, if the rain had not come uh, it would not have it would have been a 140 145 kind of a game where they might still have had a chance so mm, probably um probably but yeah probably uh, because tkr's batting is uh, actually everybody is firing so uh, maybe they would not have still won it but yeah a better chance than uh, just having nine overs and tkr not really worrying about uh, getting all out and just uh, could have uh, they did it easily in the end also a good landmark for dwayne bravo he got to 500 wickets in uh, 2020 yeah. so so it it will be memorable for tkr and bravo surely yeah and after that he is given a interview saying that 40 is the new 30 so <laughs> considers that age is not a factor when it comes to franchise t20 and he yeah. says that it's only those uh, if you keep yourself fit then definitely uh, you back a 40 year old player over a 30 year old so <laughs> so it is in line with the csk strategy yes yes 
so uh, we'll move to next so this was match 14 uh, barbados versus uh, jamaica and uh, barbados actually batted first uh, made a 148 uh, for 7 in 20 overs and myers was uh, the standout performer for them he made uh, 85 out of those 148 runs and uh, uh, small contributions from santner and holder 20 and 15 so uh, 148 was a decent score. Again, Mujib and uh, Lamichane were the standout bowlers uh, for Jamaica. But uh, their batting again could not uh, stand up and deliver. And uh, the entire uh, uh, top order again failed. And I think they were without uh, Russell in this match. So that was also a big factor that there was nobody to give that uh, last uh, few overs uh, uh, boost to them. So I think uh, they did not really have a chance here uh, once their batting started. Power play score was 26 uh, for the in the first six overs So and lost four wickets in the first seven overs. So I think they didn't stand a chance after that. Mm, right. Uh, I think uh, both uh, sides disappointed in their batting. Honestly, they both were uh, both the sides are very brittle. And uh, it's just due to sheer brilliance of Myers that Barbados scored. Uh, they, they scored 150 because um, it was. Um, I, I think uh, Barbados scored 150, and uh, Myers just made sure that he doesn't give a wicket to uh, Mujib and uh, Sandeep. Uh, Rashid Khan was also promoted in this match at number five. Many were happy with that, but he just held out to uh, Sandeep. Yeah. So uh, this was a good match uh, for Barbados, but they were lucky. Myers was was on song. He took uh, Brathwaite to cleaners. Yeah. So uh, Manju, anything to add? Yeah, Sandeep is making a, a very strong case for Delhi Capitals squad. So yeah. I think. He's given the management a happy headache. Like now they have to only find three overseas spots because in this form, it is very difficult to leave out Sandeep from a team. So I think he's becoming the first name you write on the team sheet for DC. Yeah. And he's uh, giving yeah. them some runs also. So that is also yes, a yes. positive that uh, he is not positive just a baller. Thing. So you can expect some 10 15 runs if required from them, for, from him. So let's move to the next fifteenth uh, uh, match: Kits versus uh, Saint Kits versus Saint Lucia. So uh, this was uh, more of a one kind, of, one-sided kind of an encounter. Saint Kits folded for 110, which was uh, a below-par score, and uh, with Saint Lucia's uh, good batting. So uh, again, 110 major contribution from Nabi took five wickets in uh, four overs. So I think he broke their. Uh, uh, backbone uh, while they were batting, so uh, a low score, and then uh, Saint Lucia were able to actually chase it down quite easily. Uh, good contribution from Chase again, uh, 27, and then uh, Najibullah also uh, um, made uh, 33 runs. So it was a like a, a one-sided kind of a thing only. So anything to add, guys? No, it's a similar yeah, story. Nabi was very uh, good in this game. Yeah, Nabi. Yeah. So it was a conventional off spinner's delight, like his spell. 
uh, he mm. had everything he had lin foxed with a ball which dipped on him similarly mm. he had a man caught on the square leg boundary so mm. he showed all his tricks in this game and actually took took me back to the world cup game against afghanistan which india just managed to scrape through mm. so in that he bow, he bowled a ball to kl rahul which actually dipped and kl rahul tamely cut it to point and was out yeah. so that kind of guy he can mess up the timing with his subtle variations so definitely he's been the jackpot for them i don't think shoaib malik would have achieved this much in his place so yeah mm-hmm. for the zoos what happened i'd like to comment on this point as well um uh, actually nabi is 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 being a match winner for zooks whereas rashid khan has not yet been a match winner for barbados tridents yes and that's a big factor i feel uh, uh if you see the fortunes of both teams till now uh, of course Ra- rashid is a bigger match winner in general but nabi has is really proving uh, he he's he's the, he's being the difference for st lucia zooks this time yeah and that puts him in direct contention for uh, that spot in srh yes. uh, which was actually a debatable uh, thing that uh, either allen or him should hmm. play but i think he's uh, proving to be the first choice for srh now yeah now uh, i dare to say but it's actually uh, all the two spots uh, all three of them could be in contention uh, probably I'm, i'm wrong but uh, rashid doesn't hasn't lit up cpl yet yeah <laughs> but they don't really i don't think they have an option to not play right. rashid there because he, otherwise also their bowling uh, is uh, not really up to the mark this season uh, so they need those uh, bowlers uh, like uh, and bhuvi to uh, again come into form and then uh, khalil also to perform so they would be dependent on rashid to uh, give that give them that uh, safe four overs every match probably it's 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 about the pitches they're they're very uh, slow and low and rashid probably uh, thrives on uh, wickets which have some 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 bounce as you said and yeah. uh, one more issue with rashid is what they have seen is from his if you see the stellar seasons he had for srh 2016 and 17 at that time he was getting the ball more up to the bat like between 6 and 8 meter mark and he has become a bit short off late so now is that because of some uh, he's fatigue or is it just that he's not in rhythm so we'll have to see so on song rashid is definitely you can't drop him from the team so yeah yeah and uh, of course i, I, I i'm not uh, starting that debate right now but right. it's just going on my mind yeah and srh is one side which makes a lot of tactical selections like they have had bipul sharma deepak huda who are just uh, passengers who field well take an important wicket and retreat away one over they come then they come in the end for two overs and finish a game so definitely nabi is there uh, a cushion who can definitely do that each game shortly shortly so the last match was uh, uh gaina versus uh, trinbagu so this was again uh, uh, gaina actually folded for a below par score 112 runs so again uh, the same story for them uh, their openers are failing again and again and uh, the middle order is also quite inconsistent uh, so this time only hetmeyer was able to perform kimo paul late middle order gave them some runs uh and then taylor 
uh, also chipped in for uh, 26. So a below par score, I think uh, the uh, the bowling was quite good for TKR. Uh, tight bowling. Pollard also actually uh, got a wicket and he was really pumped up <laughs> because uh, uh, there was an LBW that was not given the previous ball. So, and then uh, while chasing, it was uh, the same old story that uh, they were uh, their batting is good enough to chase down such scores. So there was no uh, real threat in terms of uh, uh, that they would not be able to chase it down. So right. Uh, I uh, do you think? Uh, do you guys think that uh, Guyana is losing too many tosses? I I thought so. Uh, at least whenever I have seen Chris Green come for the toss, he's he's lost it and he's had to bat they first. Don't have everybody the, wants to bowl. They are not having yeah, they are not having the rub of the green. I think. Yeah, for that matter, I I just observed that. Uh, also, very interesting comment which I heard uh, while watching the match. Uh, you guys will like it also because Guyana has his battery of left-handed uh, attacking batsmen. Teams are actually recruiting a lot of off-spinners in their sides. So, Trinbago recruited Sikandar Raza for this particular purpose. So, as soon as they play Guyana, he comes into the side to bowl to the left-handed batsman. And also, he had a couple of wickets also in this match. So, quite interesting for me to uh, see that how teams are uh, uh, trying to strategize against each other. Yeah, so... I think uh, with analytics coming into play and uh, Trinbago, uh, KKR, uh, the entire setup is actually known for uh, being maybe the early adopters of analytics. So uh, they have actually uh, scouted on the basis of that and uh, match strategies as well. So I think that is clearly being shown here. Hmm. And Guyana's weaknesses of... Tosses something out of their control. Uh, they they could they could have been lucky in that and could have had some results on their way. But being a one-dimensional, all attacking left-handed batsman, if you see Rutherford, um, Hemraj, uh, Hetmeyer, Puran, Puran, so it's it's only Taylor in middle. So it's it's affecting them. Yeah. So this is the uh, table as it stands now. So, I think TKR and St. Lucia seem uh, like uh, sure shot uh, next round uh, teams. But uh, others are, other uh, places are still up for contention, I think. So, let's see who can actually get their act together and uh, uh, win. So, each team would actually need uh, at least two wins or at least to uh, pass to the next round. Uh, but uh, three would actually make it uh, certain that they'll go. So, Barbados, Guyana and uh, Jamaica. So, they need to actually uh, start uh, pulling up their socks and uh, start winning regular matches now. So, any uh, predictions from you guys that uh, who do you think that will can will be able to get their act together? See, if Jamaica play well, uh, they have a good chance of, you know, making the final four. Because they are one team who have a, one of the best middle orders in the tournament. So, like with that middle order, if you're struggling to qualify, then definitely needs help. 
so yeah. i really hope they play better i think their batsmen have to be accountable and whatever work the bowlers are doing they should back it up because the like two spinners are bowling eight overs for 30 runs 25 runs and still you are losing the game it it's very it's very bad to say the least yeah mm. abhi your thoughts i think uh talava's same comments from my side as well it it will be uh, quite a surprise to see them uh come second last in the tournament but i think it's the table will remain the same hmm. it could change because tridents amazon warriors they aren't playing that well either but i somehow have a feeling that talavas have got bigger problems to solve uh sad f- because they've got good middle order as manju said and also they've got a st- strong uh set of bowlers hmm so uh it will be a surprise but uh, maybe it, the table will remain like this uh, hmm. come qualifiers so nice point uh, made by abhay actually that uh, the team uh, dynamics actually plays such an important role that you might have good players on paper but if you you're not gelling well and if the team environment is not that good so even those players will not be able to perform well and that jamaica i think is a good example of that 